As I handed over my passport, I suddenly heard a shuffling of feet behind me, but I didn't look around. For a single moment, as the woman took the documents from me, her eyes and mine locked. I could have sworn there was a look of pity in her eyes, but I tried to reassure myself it was okay. It was all okay. I would be on the plane in no time, heading home to my family, my friends, and a life without drugs, just like I'd promised God. I hoped he would stick to his end of the bargain. Out of the corner of my eye, I caught some movement, and I saw a guy with a walkie-talkie in his hand. Before I could process anything, I was surrounded by heavily armed police dressed in black commando-type uniforms, their weapons drawn. God, what now? My mouth went dry. I could hardly swallow. I felt myself grasping for air. My knees were shaking and I seemed to have no control over my upper lip. No doubt I had guilt written all over my face. I felt like I was about to die. One of the men who seemed to be in charge pointed to my luggage and in broken English demanded to know if it belonged to me. I remember wondering if this was some kind of trick question, as I was the only person at the check-in point, and obviously the luggage was mine. For a split second I wonder what would happen if I said no, juggling with the notion that there was no way they would find the drugs hidden snugly in the secret compartment. I tried to look normal. Yes, I said the bag is mine. My heart was pounding, and now my throat was even drier. Why had I ever agreed to do this? What had I been thinking? How had I ever thought I would get away with it? That's Shani Krebs, reading from his book titled Dragons and Butterflies. It's his true life story. Shani was arrested a day before South Africa's first democratic elections in 1994, trying to smuggle drugs through Thailand. A drug user himself and a drug dealer on the streets of Johannesburg for 16 years, Shani was on a path of self-destruction. He thought he was invincible until his day in a Thai court. When my sentence was handed down, I mean, I pleaded guilty and I thought I was going to get a life sentence. They read out the sentence and the translator came and told me that I was given the death penalty. I went numb thought surely this can't be happening. It just didn't feel real. It was like I was watching a movie. This was like my worst nightmare unfolding in front of me. I felt tense and my stomach was in a knot. I wanted to scream. I just tried to be strong because my sister was in the courtroom. And I said to the translator, but it's impossible. I should be getting a lower sentence. Shani was lucky. His sentence was later commuted to life, but nothing could have prepared him for one of the 10 most dangerous prisons in the world, Bangkwang Maximum Security Prison. The International Federation for Human Rights has reported in the past that Thai prisons violate human rights. Conditions are very primitive. Food is terrible. The cells are overcrowded. There was no clean water. We had to shower out of horse troughs. Skin diseases are rampant. Guys had AIDS, tuberculosis. It's really, really difficult. And especially being in a foreign country, not speaking the language, not knowing the culture. I felt like I was on another planet. And the whole time I'm thinking, this must be a dream. 
Facing the rest of his days locked up in horrific conditions, Shani had more than enough time to reflect on his life and his choices. Losing one's freedom changes a person. Life sentence in Thailand is equivalent to 100 years. And especially in the beginning, it was really hard. I contemplated suicide and I had a lot of time to reflect. Where did I go wrong? How did I land up here? I made some serious bad choices. You know, I was also at an age where I thought I was invincible. And I always came to the same realization that um, the worst choice I ever made was when I experimented with marijuana, weed, tacha, which is a gateway to other drugs, and I landed up becoming a cocaine addict, and which eventually led to me smuggling heroin. In an unprecedented move, Shani was pardoned by Thailand's king, and in 2012, after serving 18 years in Bang Kwang prison, he was set free. His story made headlines and he thought it would serve as a deterrent. But today, over 840 South Africans are languishing in foreign prisons, most of them for smuggling drugs. I'm surprised that the figure of drug traffickers is on the increase. The only reason I can think is possibly out of ignorance. People are not aware of the consequences, especially in Asian countries where the death penalty is carried out. And the other might be out of desperation. People, people are poor and they're willing to take a risk. And what they don't understand is that the drug enforcement agencies around the world are on the ball. So there's no ways you're going to get away with it today. As desperate as a person is, There's just nothing worse than losing your freedom and serving a lifetime in prison or facing the death penalty. No money is worth that. So my message is very clear. I would rather beg on the street than carry drugs. But there are opportunities and people have to create them. I came out of prison after 18 years and made something of my life can never go back again to that life. It's a dark place. Prison is a dark place.